It's the R&B Show, the podcast dedicated to prep sports in the USA Today Network, Wisconsin area, and beyond. Featuring Ricardo Arguello. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, eating up all the food. And Brett Christofferson. This guy threw at his own kid in a father-son game. Produced by Jim Rosendick. The once great chef, now a study in mumpishness. And now, the best dang prep sports duo in Wisconsin, here's Ricardo and Brett. Oh yeah, thank you Rosie. Welcome to the R&B Show, episode number 34 of our second season. The only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. I'm your co-host, Ricardo Arguello. Alongside with me is Brett Christofferson. Again, thank you again to Jim Rosendick uh, for that sultry voice that you give in the intro. Yeah, no uh, yeah so exciting. Uh, well, we only a couple, ways, a couple weeks away, everybody, from the end of the high school sports season. Actually, more like a month. I would say, right? Three weeks, three, four weeks. I'll start talking with the mic. There you go. Put, put it right up isn't against that what, you. Isn't that what the professionals do, Rosie? They put the mic like <laughs> touching their lips? Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. That's how they do it. I, I think, think so. so. Well, the professionals usually have like $1,200, $3,000 mics, so they pretty much pick them up anywhere in the room. So. Yeah, but they still got to be very, very close. By. That's right, yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, we are. I, I, <clears throat> we maybe have two round tables left, I think, if I look at the calendar, because yeah. we can't do yeah. it next week. Okay. Uh, we do have a Kids in Crisis yeah. uh, stream okay. next Wednesday night, and Rosie's busy with baseball, so it takes us a break. And then we come back, and then aren't you on vacation on the first? Uh, tenth we, through we, the 14th, I think. Yeah. So well, we couldn't have it that week anyway because state of baseball? state baseball. Okay, so. Yeah, we, we, through the 14th. We might have one following then. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, that's unfortunate. That's too bad because there was actually a bunch of teams that kind of cropped up that wanted to be on the show. But you know, we'll we'll try to play it by ear. We hey, never know. Good. That's good to have. Yeah, that's, that's that is a great the thing. Supply to have. and demand, right? Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More demand than supply. But uh, hey, you know, we have an interesting couple of things to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, just a couple of the topics that we're going through. Danny Jansen, I was down there at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago to uh, cover his series there as a catcher, or starting catcher for the Toronto Blue Jays as they took on the White Sox. Going to give you some thoughts on that. Also, softball playoffs are going to be starting in earnest. Uh, we have some top teams. I'm just going to run down through the divisions. Some of the teams, not just from our area, but throughout the G10, as we like to call it, uh, the USA Today Network, Wisconsin. Uh, so give you some updates on that. And then on Roundtable tonight, going to do a little bit of a preview on that. Uh, number six ranked Winnicani. They're back. They're, They're back. They finally They're back. got and, here. Yes, and it's not, it's not going to be, be the two girls that you've had on, we've had on before, you know, Hayroth and, and Friday. It's going to be Summer Fournier and Morgan Fenrich. So uh, just mention them a little bit. And then <laughs> an interesting topic. I just kind of threw this out there, but I think that we all have some very uh, strong opinions on this strong appetites right now. strong appetites and opinions <clears throat> it's going to be favorite frozen pizzas this is something that we have to take very very seriously i know i do i, I have some go-to's but there are some other ones that i've kind of like gone out and tried and that i've really really liked and a few that i have not so yes we've all eaten our yes fair share of frozen pizzas. absolutely and some of the real cheap ones we've done too and then some of the the more ones are like what six or seven dollars <laughs> you, right. you might as well just go to little caesars or something and get a regular one but you get one uh, uh, little caesars pepperoni you five bucks do you still right. get two for one at little caesars or not uh mm-hmm. how how when's the last time you went to little caesars uh, no you don't get two for ago. one no little caesars they have that little oven thing or whatever that warming thing and they have them ready made so yeah you so you can go, go there and pick it up go oh, and wow. pick it up and you're in and out in like two minutes they have frozen oh, uh, nice. pepperoni you get okay yeah five dollars is what yeah they are. it's outstanding sometimes that's just that's a go-to as well because there's one near our house and like let's just go get a little caesar's yeah and our youngest uh who's a senior in high school can eat almost one by himself now no, the Dang. thing is is that the quality of little caesar's has improved it has it, it used to be when it used to be the two for one deals that you're talking about rosie those yeah. things were just no 
it was like you, you get what you pay for yeah, the 250 yeah. you know so but yeah they've gotten a lot better so that is our fantasy draft our favorite frozen pizzas and i think i'll go first brad that's up to you i will go first and then we'll kind of figure out who's going second or third but yeah let's start with the danny jansen update first off danny jansen a friend of the show yeah he's, he's been, been on the show last year i believe at around this time oh, no 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 it was actually in the, it was in the in fall the season it was in the fall no was it the fall or what i thought it was like it was after, after the baseball season It was in the fall yeah for some reason i thought it was after christmas even oh maybe it was around that time that day, but danny's yeah. getting ready to go down to florida right and he was he was in here and talked to us at length hopefully maybe i can talk to him have him come on again maybe for a repeat maybe going into next season but but it was great to catch up with him. Let me tell you something. I haven't been to – actually, to tell you the truth, the White Sox team I haven't been to since it was old Comiskey Park. So this was a new experience for me. I felt it was a very nice park um, right off of 35th Street there uh, when you're off the expressway. It was very easy to get to. Um, now, I got there early before things started getting a little crazy, but uh, I, I have nothing but high remarks for, for Guaranteed Rate Field. And the family was great. The Jantas were there. There were a lot of friends there, Brett. Uh, you know, a guys from Freedom, uh, a teacher from Freedom who, really? who knew the Jansons, who lives okay. next door to the Jansons here in Appleton. Uh, there was a Hillishimes from Manasha, uh, who, by the way, Dom Hillishim uh, works for the Chicago Bears, baby. Yeah, so, um, but lots of friends and family there, all wearing the Jansen gear. Yep. By the way, I have a picture on Twitter on that. Appleton West graduate. Appleton West graduate, Danny Jansen. And talking with the family, talking with Danny, talking with his position coach, actually, he's technically a major league coach, is what they call him, uh, John Schneider. Lots of positive things to say about Danny. It was a great experience. I have that coming up in a series of stories for Sunday. There's going to be four of them. Mm. So just giving you an update on that. So just four on Sunday, all by all. I think it's going to be all on Sunday. Wow. But Mike, me and Mike, Mike share my sports plan. And we'll kind of figure it out. But I plan to have four stories by lot. Sunday. So uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I was down there for two days, so I got a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about this because I think there's some things I'm going to throw in there that people might not know about Danny Jansen, especially his brother Matty Jansen. Uh, so it's gonna be some kind of, that's that's gonna be my column, by the way. The the brothers the brothers because Maddie is actually seven years older than Danny. Real quick, Maddie was telling me how he knew right away something was special was Danny because he was popping the glove, you know, catching some of his, you know, when they're just be throwing catch out there. He could tell right away that Danny was a little, a little above a little different, a little right? above his skill level in terms of for what his age yeah. uh, was. So yeah, interesting stuff to be coming up on that. But Brett, Danny Jansen broke out of his hitting slump. Now listen. We always knew Danny Jansen could rake. That was the thing. We all knew he'd come out of the minor leagues. He could always hit. He kind of had a slow start. Now, baseball in baseball, slow starts, you always have to take that with a grain of salt, right, Brett? Because it's a 162-game season. He started in the hundreds. Now he, he had his first couple of home runs uh, during the White Sox series. I believe one was on Thursday or Friday night, and then the other on Sunday night. So he's really kind of coming around. And actually, he was telling me, he goes, I always seem to hit home runs when my family's visiting mm. or whatever. So I think that was a little spark he needed. His coach, by the way, they have no doubt that Danny can hit. They, they showed no concern at all that he kind of started off kind of slow because he, he felt that they were hitting. He was getting the hits. It was just right at people and that kind of thing, Brett. So interesting to see Danny Jensen kind of break it out. Perfect timing for me as I'm down yep. there to talk to him. Well, I see i got baseball reference up right now. He's batting 183. Okay. Two homers, nine ribbies. He's got five career homers. Uh, on base percentage right now two sixty two, slugging right. two seventy five, uh, OPS five thirty eight. So uh, strikeouts are a little high right now at thirty two. Right. So, uh, but maybe he is getting out of it. Maybe he can get that over the two hundred mark and maybe be a two fifty hitter or something. Maybe maybe they maybe they expect him to be more of a three hundred hitter with some power. I don't know what his uh, what the um, 
the tools are. You know, is he a how many tool player is he? Uh, well, I know that the, they think very highly of him. Though. They think very highly of him and his defense as well and his handling of the pitchers too. So I think that's something under. Remember back in the day, catchers. Uh, now, now it's maybe I don't know what, what did it kind of turn or catchers are kind of expected to be kind of run producing. I don't know if it was with Johnny Bench or maybe even accelerated a little bit more with Mike Piazza. But when were they kind of expected to be big home run hitters yeah. and run producers? Because now it's kind of like seen that way. We're back in the day. They really weren't, in my opinion. No, they were more for defense. No. That's what. And, and come on, he's handling twelve pitchers. You know, so there's a yeah. lot on their plate. Well, there's a lot on their plate, and not only that, but physically. I think about all oh, the, my all goodness. the yeah. hours they're squatting behind and, and getting beat up and foul balls off the chest or off the face mask or any of that stuff. Or you see, you see them all the time when you watch a baseball game, a foul tip and a catcher has to drop everything on the umpires to call time and walking mm-hmm. around and giving, you know, and the batter's out of the batter's box, letting the catcher catch his breath or catcher takes one where – he shouldn't Ouch. be taking one. Yeah. Well, those, those, those happen. So, That's right. You're right. Uh, we'll look at Grandal for the Brewers. He's a, a hitting uh, catcher, actually mm-hmm. more known for his hitting than his defense. Well, I'm thinking like Ted Simmons, and we're going back in our day. He Carlton was, Fisk. Carlton Fisk, yeah. Lance Parrish. Yeah. Another one. They were more outliers, yeah. though. That's my whole point was Gary, that, you know, uh, you, Gary you, Carter. You had yeah. a couple, but you didn't. But it wasn't necessarily the norm, wouldn't you say? A lot of yeah. times the guys were like, and let me just bring up a guy because he's a Cardinal. A lot like Tony Pena, yeah. a very good defensive catcher and could manage pitchers well, but, you know, had like, you know, five to seven home runs a year, maybe right. 30, 40 RBI. You, know, you didn't really expect them to be run producers, and they batted low in the lineup. Yeah. So eventually they expect Danny Jansen, I'm sure, to be in the middle of the lineup. Right now he's like batting eighth or ninth, but uh, he's going to rake. There's no doubt about it. He's a big kid. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Danny Jansen, but those who aren't familiar. He's a legit 6'2", 6'3", solidly built hit in the minors they're expecting the hit also in the majors so it's going to come around and i might add that is a very very young team i mean this vlad guerrero by the way this kid's incredible uh, he's already hit four four or five home runs already in this short stint up in the majors they're all kind of learning together you know danny didn't want to say that they were a rebuilding team but he did say yeah there's a young nucleus here it's going to take a while for these guys to gel and, uh, you know, for them to kind of find their, their their stride, I guess, for lack of a better way to describe it, I think they're going to be a great team, Brett, in about two or three years. You mentioned catchers. Uh, I just looked up Johnny Bench's stats. Okay. 267 career hitter, uh, 2,048 hits. Now, he does have 389 homers, but he's two-time MVP, rookie of the year, 10-time Cole Glover, and a multiple all-star. But that just shows you he's a Hall of Famer, but still bad at 267 or hit 267 for his career. And barely got over two thousand uh, hits. Right, but it just shows you it's a demanding position. Demanding and he position. Was considered one of the all-time greats as far as his offensive numbers. And and, and the great thing is that it, is it me or and Rosie? Maybe you can uh, uh, give me some thoughts on this too. Catchers are so beloved. Like if you have a good catcher, those guys are kind of like uh, you know. Remember Pudge Rodriguez? Mm-hmm. You know that kind of yeah. stuff. And then who's yeah. Spanky? Even uh, the, the the guy from the Cubs from a, from back in the late eighties, early nineties, Villanueva, Hector Villanueva, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like uh, yeah, Barry they, Foot. He was a catcher. Well, you know, and they're kind of like uh, I want to say folk heroes, but you know, the yeah. the fan base is really kind of like a kind of the catcher. You always kind of assume they got the square wheels, you know, and yeah. they don't run too well. Oh or yeah, whatever, I mean, but uh, they're taking all that they're taking all that pain back there, Brett, behind the behind the plate. You got guys like uh, for the Yankees, you had Thurman Munson, sure. You had uh, Manny Sanguian for the uh, for the Pirates, uh, Joe uh, Girardi, right? So you have like a yeah. lot of guys, Charlie like, Moore, a lot go on to become managers. Yes, be- why? Because they manage. They know the game. Yes, exactly. I saw that when I covered the Timber Rattlers for all those years. Uh, I want to think. I think two. That yeah, wasn't Matheny. He was a catcher. Too. Yeah, Mike Sosha was a catcher. Yeah. Three of the managers that I covered: Steve Roadcap, Scott Steinman, and then um, Jim Horner. 
it Jim Horner? Uh, I think they were all catchers coming up. And then um, it's just it's a trend. Uh, look at uh, Ned Yost. Sure. Uh, hey, what about yeah. Bruce Bochy was a catcher. Can't forget about Bob Euchre. Bob, yeah. yeah. Bob <laughs> Mike Socha, though. You, you're, yep. Yeah. I mean, Joe yeah. Girardi. I mean, a lot of these guys, because they, they know all the pitchers. They know the situation. They got to they gotta pinpoint where the, the guys defense, are going to be. They know the game. And a lot of them become really good coaches, a lot of good managers out of the, yeah. the catching spot. So anyway, because, and this all relates again to Danny's average, which is below 200 for the time being. He ain't going anywhere, okay? They've already committed to him as being the starting catcher. That's a young team. He does, he does a great job managing the pitchers and also putting out the, the defensive uh, alignments and everything. His hitting's going to come around. So it was really see, great to see him with that confidence, I could tell. He wasn't really particularly worried. I, I think he always felt that, you know, this stuff is going to happen. That's the highs and lows of, of playing Major League Baseball. Especially baseball. I mean, right? They always say you're an all-star if you fail seven out of ten times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you have to just accept that fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a hard spot. That's something that when I was like in Little League Youth Pit, I could not handle that. I can vividly remember in a, in a Youth League game going two for five. I think I had a couple doubles, but I also struck out three yeah. times. And I went home bawling because I struck out three times. I'm like, I should be happy. Two for five is a 400 average. Yeah. Now, yeah. did you strike out looking at you? Were you hacking? I think I was hacking. Oh, there you go. But I, so I, I, was, I, was, I was so hard on myself because I could never handle the, fail, the failure aspect yeah. of sports. I really yeah. struggled with that. I really did. And I uh, really wish there would have been somebody there that, like a youth coach or something that could have reached out or kind of, you know, I mean, I'm talking about 30, 30 years ago or whatever it was, 35 <laughs> years ago. But still, it, so I have so much respect for the professional athlete, the college athlete, even the high school athlete that can go in there knowing that failure is an option mm-hmm. and yeah. and you accept that and you compete. So as a hitter, I was uh, I was more Rob Deerish than anything else. Peace I just swung fans. as hard as I could, Gorman swung as hard Thomas. hard as I could. Storm lots of Gorman. lots of epic strikeouts, but I did swing there as hard as I could. Yes. As as could. Oh, way, hey, a uh, friend of the yes. show, Wendy Reed. She said Danny Jensen was on the R&B show on October 12th. Okay. Thank you, Wendy. Why, she has our back. Why did it feel like it was after Christmas? I don't know. It, it's what I thought it was. I don't know. But yeah. So I, I knew it was right after the baseball season because uh, you know, I think the, the, it was in, well, not after the baseball season, it was in, during the postseason. was in full gear, full gear, I guess you could say. So, no, four stories coming up on Danny. His family was excellent. Talked to his dad at length, his brother at length, his mom at length. It was just great catching up with the family, um, and, and it was very cool to see them in the stands, too. They had very nice seats, by the way, in Section 130, I want to say, uh, 130, 131. And, uh, I, I, again, everyone at the White Sox, uh, the guaranteed rate field was fantastic, very professional, allowed me to do my job. Thank you again to the Toronto Blue Jays public relations staff. They were able, and, and the media folks, they were allowing me to, to get some access to the guys. And the guys couldn't have been uh, more more uh, pleasant in terms of talking to, and everyone was very, very out Everybody was way beyond what I expected them to be. I, I, I thought they'd be very professional, but they, were, they, were, they, they went above and beyond. So thank you so much to everyone involved. And I hope these, everyone enjoys these four pieces that I'll be doing for Sunday. And during your trip to Chicago, did you, of course, drive along Lakeshore Drive and stop by fabled no. Soldier Field and maybe I did not. reflect a little bit, bow as no. the, the Bears are getting ready to crumble back no. to the depths of the NFC But I, I plan on doing that, though, uh, when I go down June, June 10th or 11th because I'm flying out to get to go help my girlfriend drive back. I do plan on doing it at that time, though. Driving by Soldier? Yep. The Love worst, Soldier. The worst no, it is not. The worst field <laughs> no. in the NFL? Well, One that, of the worst. I, I'm not going to disagree with you yeah. on that. Believe me, it, it's a long-standing like battle between the park department that owns Soldier Field and the Bears and trying to figure out how they want the field to be. I, I don't know. I, I can't believe they haven't gone to what Green Bay has, that kind of mix uh, I can't grass. believe they haven't yeah. just built their own stadium somewhere. Well, 
you can't beat the aesthetics of Soldier yeah. Field where it is, Brett. Right That's what, it just doesn't sound the same. Chicago Bears, you know, Chicago Bears Stadium in Aurora. You know, it just doesn't sound the same. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right, kind of right downtown. Or yeah. Right downtown, so I, I, mean, I agree with you, though, on the grass part of it. Yes, they need to increase. They need to get some synthetic turf or well, some sort of combination well, in there. I'm telling you, well, before you hit to Chicago to uh, worship your Bears, just remember that we have some Clubhouse Live business. To, yes. When are you going to announce this? Well, we can't announce it. Now, probably more towards training camp, but we... I don't understand why you can't announce it now. Because it, it's not football season right now. Oh, let's for the get, let's, get it, let's get when people are excited in July when they're ready to Can go. Give me I'm excited about our, 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 our new <laughs> well, guest we host. might have to meet up with this yes. person, and uh, maybe we'll rip on you a little bit. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind that. This guy's going to... This guy... This guy can break you in two. No, he ain't gonna break me in two. If I remember it, if I remember right now, I've encountered him before, so I'm not giving too much away. He was very pleasant. He was a very nice guy. Uh, let's don't say anything more. I'm not gonna say anything more. I know Wendy. Wendy, Wendy will be able to discern who it is, <laughs> but uh, it was very nice, very very nice. So there. As long as we're speaking pro sports, just a quick uh, tangent. I want to go off. Go uh, ahead. I, I just want to like to take uh, the Milwaukee Bucks fans to task. First of all, relax okay? about the whole Drake thing. The, get off the Drake thing. Yeah, who cares? Are about you really that? that upset about Drake? Because I guarantee you, if Aaron Rodgers yes, was doing thank that, you. It would, to Mike Budenholzer, the fans would just be, oh, this is awesome. I love it. Look at that. He's a partial owner. Look at him getting involved. Yeah, you know, I, ex- I agree with you completely. Bucks fans grow up, and I, I, I will uh, readily admit I am a San Antonio Spurs fan, and I have been pre dynasty, okay? I, I decided yeah, to. You've been a Spurs fan I, for a while. When I was in high school, before even David Robinson, that was only because I took a trip to San Antonio. I had friends who were uh, fans of out-of-state teams. I okay. thought, you know what? I'm, I'm, I want to pick a team out of what state. What year was this around? Oh, geez. 86, 87. Oh, was like Terry that. Cummings playing with them at that point? He was still with no, the Bucks. No, I maybe. think he was still with the Bucks. This okay. was right, right before they drafted David Robinson. Okay, okay. So the, and I, I bought a T-shirt down there as a visit. I was like, you know what? What the heck? I'm going to root for the Spurs. And then it just sort of built. And then they got Robinson. And then they got Duncan and Ginobili and Parker. And, uh, there's this, and then Kawhi and all this stuff. So... I've been kind of fortunate that the team I decided to root for as a kid <laughs> turned out to be one of the great runs in NBA history. But anyway, so I don't dislike the Bucks. I'm not a fan of the Bucks. I'm just like whatever they do, they do. And in fact, yeah. I think it's kind of cool to see what is going on in downtown Milwaukee with the Pfizer Forum. I think it's awesome, actually. It's great for the state. I, I hope they win. I hope they go to the finals. But if they don't, I really don't care. But these fans, number one on the Drake stuff, Knock it off! Yeah. What oh, exactly did he do? Because I've been all, he, all about, he did was oh, like oh. pat his co- what Nick Nurse Nick yeah the Raptors coach. Yes, he all he did was after a play or something. Like, now he should probably not. That's that's too he, far. He right. should not be out there. Agree, yeah. agree. But doesn't Drake have a, 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 a connection beyond just a fan of the Raptors? Doesn't he sell stuff or doesn't he have? Yeah, and he's he, I think he's Canadian if I remember yeah, right. But isn't he like even I don't know if he's employed, but whatever. Doesn't he have some sort of agreement or there's it's more than just the, the Spike Lee New York Knicks right, connection? Okay. I thought I thought it was it runs deeper than that, but I could be wrong. Hmm. So okay, so he did a big deal, Bucks fan. But you know, it is so classic Wisconsin fans. They get yes. up in arms over the silliest things. Yes. And number two, series is over now. No, this is how the NBA works. The Bucks protected their home court and won the first two games. The Raptors did the same in games three and four. It's a series now. And the yeah, Raptors yeah. have a great home court advantage, as do the Bucks. And I fully expect in game five that Milwaukee's going to win that game and send it back to I Toronto. Don't, uh, yeah, exactly. And I think Toronto's going to win game six, and it's going to come back to Milwaukee for game seven. I, Who cares? Yeah. This is how series go. That'll be great because when I go on vacation, I can actually watch the finals. I mean, then. it's unbelievable now that the knee-jerk reactions from fans and social media is really fueling this. 
Relax. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with I'm you. I'm not surprised yeah. the Raptors won three and four because, again, they have a great home court advantage. Were the Raptors, did, they weren't in the finals last no, year. No, they've never they? been in the finals. Okay, who did they get beat by last year? Celtics, was, maybe? Was it Boston? No, it was uh, Cleveland. Oh, wait, well, I guess they LeBron right. James, okay. yeah. Oh, it was still Cleveland. Okay. Well, let me tell you, right. that Kawhi Leonard's a heck of a player. Well, I, I I wish he was still with the Spurs. Yeah, I wish he's that, a heck I of a player. That relationship hadn't soured. I had I know I was familiar with him. Yeah, with the Spurs, but I never really kind of sat there and watched him. Like I was pretty impressed. Like he can oh, be dominant. Yeah, he yeah. can be. He can be. Now he's not better than Giannis. For people who are out there saying that he's been no, he's not better than Giannis. Ain't no one taking Kawhi Leonard over Giannis. No GM. Is they're different players. It's hard to compare those two. Giannis is. Would fantastic. you take Giannis or Kawhi? I would take Giannis now. Uh, younger length, and I, I don't think Giannis has reached the ceiling. No, I think. He needs to get better at the free throw line and a better shooter. Okay. And when he develops, especially a mid-range shot, even if he can start hitting some three, watch out because uh, what are you going to do then? You're going to come up and he's just going to go blow, blow right past you. Plus, yeah. he's a really skilled passer already for a big guy like a big guy uh, like he is. But Kawhi is, is awesome. I mean, he's a Finals MVP. He's a what two-time Defensive Player of the of the year in the in the NBA, a champion. So, um, thing with Kawhi though, he's had some injuries. That's why another thing I would take. Uh, Giannis over Kawhi. I I will say this. Look, I'm a Bucks fan. I I when Jerry Krause broke up the Bulls, I stopped becoming a fan. I was so upset with that whole situation there, and I haven't really been a fan of the Bulls since. Uh, but Milwaukee's kind of become my adopted team. You know, they're very good throughout the '80s. I was well aware yes, of them. Absolutely. In the '90s, you know, Sigma and all those guys, and Alvin Robertson. I was very, Paul Pressey. All I was very familiar with the Bucks. Uh, but I've really grown to like them when I moved down there and I started going to some of the games. Mm-hmm. Even when they went through their bad periods, I was always kind of a fan of them. Now, now I'm a big fan, but I agree with you, Brett. We're taking it way too far. Oh my goodness, taking it way too far. I mean, think about how the Bucks are with with uh, Bakhtiar, and I love Bakhtiar. You know, I love uh, the Prince of Persia there. When he downs, yeah, chugs he, his beer. Ch- great. Now, if the Raptors fan was doing that, yeah, Bucks fans, or if it was ours. Drake doing that, yeah. they'd be like, "What an idiot!" Yeah. You know, it's I come mean, on. It's, just, it's, it's it's so ridiculous. And you see it with Packer tweets and Brewers tweets. Just relax, people. This isn't life. And death. Yeah. And so thin-skinned. How many times have we seen NBA series where this is how it follows? The home team wins. That's why it's important to have home court advantage, and the well, Bucks have a good home court advantage. I think some of it has to do with because uh, Golden State kind of swept the Blazers. But let's let's be honest. In my opinion, the Blazers are nowhere near no. the teams of both these, Toronto or Milwaukee. And let's just say this, too, that Golden State's going to be the favorite whoever they play. Okay. They're dynamite. And they're, they're, they, they look almost even better without Durant no. right now. That's because they haven't played a team where he would match up and have problems. So well, this is, if Durant is back, then then yeah, it would be problematic. But either way, they have what? Uh, whenever they cap, they swept their series, they have what nine game, nine I, days. I think so so they, yeah. they they could be rusty. But this this Bucks Raptors series looks like it's going to go the full yeah. seven games, and these te- these two teams are going to be beat up. And um, I fully expect home court to hold. And I, I I do think the Bucks will advance to the final. I think that's great. But relax, fans. I mean, it's not over because Toronto just tied the series and won its two games on, at home. It, that's not how this works. It, what do they say? Series don't start until a visiting team wins. You know, a team wins on the road. Yeah. By the way, I to, to wrap up the Danny Jansen thing yeah. and Milwaukee in general, uh, on my way back Sunday, uh, I did stop at Cops. Have you ever been to Cops, the, oh, the, the burger Custard joint place? down there? Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Maybe years ago. Man, oh, man. And it was packed. It was like it was not even d- dinner or lunchtime, and it was packed are there. T- are you telling me it's better than Culver's? It's better than Culver's. Ooh, it is. It is better than that's Culver's. That's why there's, there's only one. And that's there's just, only one, and it is absolutely packed. Every time I go there, it is, there is a line out the door. Did you get a burger? Yeah, I got the – and, and, and all I got was a single burger. 
what cheeseburger and it was gigantic <laughs> you know and yeah. um and i got a shake what kind what flavor? A chocolate, chocolate shake with, with, yeah. with some fries. You know, a company Isn't was Isn't their custard really good, too? Yeah, I now never had their custard, but I did okay. have heard that it's pretty good. But it is yeah. so packed there that you have numbers, and then everything's broken down by color. That's how many people are there. I mean, people are just milling around outside. It's, it's incredible. I want you to, next time, if we're ever in Milwaukee for anything, let's go there. Okay, and, and the company will treat. Sometimes you just <laughs> gotta, you gotta eat that stuff, right? You do. You, it is you really do. Fries, really gotta do. have a shake. With From this. that place, yes. My doctor Definitely says it's try. always good to have that one day where it's just eat anything. Just have some yeah. grease. It's okay. My, my problem is I have too many of those days. Yeah. <laughs> Not I, just the I, one I day. too. Funny. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. I'm going to breeze through this a little bit because this is just kind of starting the softball playoffs, WIA. Everyone's trying to get down to Goodman Diamond in Madison, uh, the top teams. So let's, let's go through some of these from the G10 area as well. Uh, from in Division One, we have, and, and some of these are ranked in the, uh, the 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 soccer coaches, the fast pitch coaches associations rankings, and I'll kind of designate those. Oshkosh North, number one ranked. We they've been on the show. They're going to be putting the up champs. video game video game numbers, and they should be champs. Uh, Hortonville, by the way, number five. They finished second in the FEA uh, in Division One. So you never know if they're going to come out of that kind of upper East bracket. Kakana always there. I think they have a winning record. They're eleven and seven. Don't count them out. And then Ashwabana, when he's talking about Green Bay area, I think they're 19-3. and Where's Spash? Not in there? I don't have Spash in there. Maybe I should have had Spash in there. You're right, Brett. Usually they're a power. Let me write uh, that in there, Spash. One of our G10 teams. Yes, so keep on the lookout for Spash. Don't ignore my Panthers. Stevens Point Area Senior High? Yes. Okay. Thank you. In Division (laughs) 2, a little bit thin in this regard. Seymour, number six uh, in Division Two, Luxembourg, Casco, and Wapong were honorable mention. So, so those are three teams to watch in D two. I didn't see Freedom or Rights or not Rights or Freedom uh, uh, ranked in there, and they're usually a pretty good team. But I did not see them ranked in D two. Uh, but that, in my opinion, that's a that's kind of a dark horse anyway. And in D three, here's where we go. Seeing some teams that have kind of flown under the radar. I want to point out Chilton because Chilton has had a great season all year long. They've kind of flown under the radar. Don't be surprised if Chilton kind of pops through because you never know about that sectional that they're in. Valders, Val, Valders, right. Valders is number six. I know I had to say it again just to make sure. And Campbellsport, an honorable mention, those are three Division three teams. And then in Division four, we have Algoma. I don't want to say slim pickings, but none of these are ranked in the top ten. Algoma, Coleman, Iola, Scandinavia, honorable mentions in D4. And then in D5, wait, you're not from Assumption, are you? Yes. Yeah. Number six ranked in Division there five. There you go, the Royals. Royals. Your Royals, the uh, Royals from Assumptions. Yeah. And then Oakfield, number seven. In Division Five, so those are the area teams, top softball teams, I should say, in the G10. I'm really excited because I get to cover softball uh, this year, uh, and we're expecting a whole full slate of teams on there. At least out of the four of the five divisions. You go to Assumption, there's a big old statue of Rosie right there at the front. <laughs> That's right. Are you their most uh, high, decorated statue. alum? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I go there, at least everybody waves at me with all four fingers. And <laughs> yeah. on, so. Ow! Wow! And how many how many kids go to the school, Rosie? Uh, not many. Um, one hundred and twenty around there. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think I had a graduating class of ninety eight. Mm. So oh, that's not bad though. Ninety eight. No, no, that's no, good. Not bad. That's actually that's more than what kids I had at Amro. I, yeah. uh, I think they're making a comeback in uh, um, in enrollment. Enrollment. Yeah. Like my so. my class was upper six hundreds. Wow. Like that. That's incredible. You were number one ranked, right? Academically. No, I, I said there is many. You can go through the halls of Spash and not have any idea that it existed. I'm not even sure I'm in the school photo, my class photo. I don't remember <laughs> having been in there. They uh, took it the day you were gone. Oh, Christopherson's yeah. out quick. I went back to Assumption when I played in a, uh, the scramble um, this past year, and a lot has changed. I mean, they had all these cool murals on the wall in the gym, and that's all been painted over now. And 
I don't know. So a lot has changed, but okay. I'm for the better. For the better. Okay. Was, well, good stuff. Fun. Well, that is your alma mater. Mine's Amro, and then obviously uh, uh, Brett with Spash. Uh, really, only Spash and was along with Assumption. Those are the two. I'm my Amro girls. I don't think they're going to do anything in softball, but they, actually, they did have a nice finish to their season. Okay, here we go. Next topic as we're wrapping up here. Roundtable guests this week. When a kind of girl soccer player is summer for near Morgan Fenridge. Now look, Brett. She, they got back to me. Megan White, their coach from Kimberly, by the way. Uh, she got back to me saying, "Hey, we wanted to be on last week, but we actually had like a banquet or something mm. that they were doing, so that's why they didn't get back to me." But they're on board for tonight. Can't wait to have them on. This is their third consecutive year they've been on. Brad Winnicani, so from Good. the Oshkosh area, kind yeah. of a shared team with Oshkosh. Really happy to have the girls on, and they were very excited uh, the last two times to be on the show. So really, really great to have them on. Uh, so expect for that, what, 7 o'clock tonight? So, and on postcrescent.com and the northwestern.com, also both Facebook pages. Appleton Fantastic. Brett, Multi-marketing. Multi-marketing. Right yes. All the social posts are set. We also now have our fantasy draft. Mm, now. Talking pizza. Favorite frozen pizzas. Okay. okay. So you're going first? I'm going to go first. And uh, Who's going second? I don't know. Anybody I, I went first last week, so. You want to go third? Sure. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll Are you okay second. with going yeah, second? fine with me. Okay. I don't care because I almost win this every week. Yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> uh, boy, this is tough for me. You know, um, I'm going to go with. This, this is a little bit of a regional. You to go first, I, figured <laughs> I know, all right. I, 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 but now I'm thinking, wait a minute, don't forget this pizza. Don't forget this pizza. Look, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. This is a little bit of a regional pizza, but it's frozen, and it always tastes great when I get it. I'm going to go. Oh, boy, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going with Home Run Inn Pizza oh, yeah. out oh, of yeah. Chicago. Um, uh, lots of matzos. Are, that, are they the ones who make that? No, I'm talking yeah. about Home Run. I thought Inn. it was Home Run. No, or I home, thought it was Home Run made lots of matzo. Okay, maybe, maybe they did. If that's a case, I've never had lots of matzo. Is that good? You like lots of matzo? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Home Run Inn is an actual like restaurant or whatever. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. It's on so, so when I've had them before, fantastic crust, great, great stuff, perfectly balanced between the cheese and all that kind of stuff and the toppings and everything. So I really like Home Run Inn. I'm saying this because I know there's a bunch of other ones that I kind of overlooked that I also think very highly of. But, Brett... I'm sure you're going to bring one up right now. Yes, and it's from my hometown of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. I you can't we, steal my number one, man. It's going to be Portessa. Oh, you stole oh, I've never it. had that. Yes. What's oh, it? my God. Spell it for me, Brett. P-O-R-T-E-S-I. And uh, we, uh, we were just in Stevens Point on uh, on Friday, and my wife and I. Every, now we've made it a habit that anytime we're in town, we go to the because we can't you can't buy it in Appleton. You can in Woodman's. No, oh, you can't. Yes, Portesi pizzas are there. Yes, yep, no. Oh, I'm gonna go and get one because yeah. I've never had one. You can't see them anywhere else. But so we always no. have to stop at like a whatever grocery stores yeah. we buy, and, and we did the other day and picked up like five five of them. I think. Mm-hmm. And what was great is you, you like thin crust. Yes, but I it, do. It's, it's the only pizza. Thin crust that really gets crisp, uh, crispy. Yeah. Okay. Like it comes out. It is like I love uh, it. Restaurant type style. Yeah. And it's just got a unique flavor to it. And yeah. mm, best good. best eaten frozen pizza it you'll is. ever find. Okay. I mean, now I'm gonna try that. Delicious. I'm gonna try that. Okay, Rosie, you have mm. two. Oh man. Well, now can I use that lots of matzo? Are they? I don't know if no, they're separate can. or not. You can use lots of matzo. I didn't okay. know lots of matzo was with home run in. That's okay. a good one. I'm gonna go with lots of matzo, yeah. and my second pick will be tombstones. Okay. Okay. Brett, you're up again. Boy, I'm, I barely got time to think. Again, uh, Brett's first was Portessi out of Stevens Point. He won right there. Does, does, does Cranky Pat still make frozen pizza? I don't know. They used to sell those, but I don't know if okay. they discontinued that frozen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's I, a great I, question. I'll have to maybe look that up. But uh, let's go with um, 
Let's go with uh, let's go with orbs. Let's go with naturally rising crust orbs. Now, usually I'm a thin crust guy, but I do like the fact that you can put an orbs in. Which again, a regional pizza around Maine Kakana. Yeah. Yep. But you put that naturally rising crust in, and I, sometimes I like a little bit of a chewy. Not crust. a fan of not a fan of orbs. I've had it a couple times. Maybe I need to try the naturally rising one. Yeah, I've had the I, I, they have a really good sauce. Another yeah. thin crust. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Not, I, I I like orbs. I like their flavor, but that naturally rising gives it a little bit more. Just little chew, little texture. You know, I sound like I'm if any of you guys say here. if you, any of you guys say Romas, I'm gonna go and slap you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are terrible. Uh, my, I'm gonna go with Jacks. You know what? Because Jacks is just. It, it, it never fails me. You know, when I need a pizza, you know how Brett, you were talking about you and the wife sometimes. Yeah, let's just throw in a, pizza, yep. a frozen pizza. Jack's is always fantastic, by the way. If you throw in a little bit more cheese, folks, over there, it's not a little shoot, right? Yes. Throw a little bit more cheese on there and it'd be perfect. But for me, Jack's is a second round pick. And third round pick, oh boy, I got to go. I, I really like the crust and, it, and, it, and it's good for the most part. And in my opinion, it's, it seems larger than other pizzas, but I'm going to go with, uh, not Jack's, um, Red Baron. Oh! Did I take yours? Yes. Okay. Red Bar- Brett, you agree with me. Red Baron yeah, is very mean, good. You get a little fooled because it's in a box, yeah. but it's actually very good. My wife and I will throw those in yes. quite a bit. Well, that's fine. I'm, I'm, then I'm going to go with DiGiorno. Okay. DiGiorno is very, very good. Very similar. And uh, is it delivery? No, it's DiGiorno. Yes. Thank you for but repeating that's the commercial. very good, too. Another very yes. quality pizza. If it was a dollar cheaper, I'd like it better. That's, all frozen pizzas can be expensive. Well, five or six though. bucks. It might just go to Little Caesars, like you said. But uh, Rosie, you have two picks, the third and fourth pick. By the way, Rosie had lots of matzah and tombstone. Pretty, two pretty good picks. Yeah. So go ahead, Brett. Uh, Rosie. I don't really know what's left. Um, oh, come on. I mean, there's only one I can remember is Totino's. So what's wrong with Totino's? I have an interesting story with Totino's, okay. but go ahead. Uh, so I got I to gotta go with Totino's. Okay. <laughs> Party pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. more for their pizza rolls, but go ahead. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of what else is there. Uh, I have a couple still. God, I... That I'm I really like. Blank. I've, got um, <laughs> I've got one that's good. Don't say Roma. I'm going to go there and no, slap you. No, I won't say Roma. Right. The, the Roma risers. I thought that's what Brett was might, okay. might say. Uh, God, what else is there? The Mama uh, Cozies out of Aldi's. What about the, is it Michelinas or something? <laughs> or no. He's just coming up with a sort of Italian <laughs> name. I'm right. just like, oh, no, Mamma Mia. Oh, uh, it. Did somebody say DiGiorno? Yes. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, By the way, Wendy Reed says, no, home run pizza is not the same as lots of much. <laughs> yes. Thank okay. you, Wendy. Wendy, and thank you so much. she is a fan of Orbs, a good and garlic. Not, not, a, not a good oh, fan of Orbs. Jeez. What else? Come on, Rosie. Your fourth round pick, I buddy. Know, I can't. It's I'm almost trying a 24-second shot clock here. I know. I might just have to say Roma just because I can't think of anything else. Yeah, Dude, there's tons of them left. I thought you would know your pizzas. Ah, I have one. I've had them, but I I know what I like and I know what I don't like. Um, Hmm. Nope, I'm gonna have to go with Roma. I don't know anything else. Okay, Roma, you're gonna get laughed at immediately. Disqualified, Brett. Uh, I'm gonna stop uh, with a with a Wisconsin classic, Peps. Peps. Peps is okay. Peps Peps is all right. Peps, Uh, I believe, is the original Tombstone. Okay, I think I did not know that. Yeah, I think. By the way, is Tombstone also out of Little Shoot? I don't know if they all make them in that Nestle plant right there in Double O or not, but uh, but look up Pep's history, and I think Pep's is what Tombstone used to be, if okay. I'm not mistaken. So all it's, right. it's a good Wisconsin pizza. It is. Pizza. Uh, I've had it a couple times. Very good. Uh, my last one, no, it's not. Rosie already took Roma. I'm just never going to take that one. I was kind of thinking between uh, the California Kitchen frozen pizzas, um, but I think I'm going to go uh, with Village Pub. Mm, yeah. 
I've actually, I've seen those. I've never mm-hmm. had one of those. They're good. Especially when you're at a bar or whatever and like you're with some people. Like, you know what? It's like 1030 at night. Mm-hmm. Throwing a pizza. And they're usually pretty moderately priced. So it's not that bad. And really hits the spot. I don't know if it's that after a couple of beers. Well, that probably helps. <laughs> probably helps. But interesting. Okay, let me run down my four. Well, I'll run down everyone's four. Mine's Home Run Inn, Jack's, Red Baron, Village Pub. I think that's a pretty good score. list. Brett's Portessi. I have never tried that. Now, now you want me. I'm now ex- I have to I'm try one of those. That they're at Woodman's. Yeah. I'm, no, now that they're at Woodman's, I'm gonna try one. So he has Portessi. I'm saying that right. Portessi. Yeah, Portessi. Naturally rising orbs. Okay. Not not the thin crust. You're, right. you're specifically oh, naturally little, rising. Little crust. Little and in that naturally rising uh, uh, vein, DiGiorno. Yep. Very good. And Peps is more kind of mid range, like uh, like a tombstone. Okay. Right? Peps. Peps. I've never. Oh, no, I have. Ta- I know I've had Peps a couple times. Rosie's is lots of matzo. Great good. pick. Great first round pick. Tombstone, another solid pick. And then you have Totino's. I don't know what you're doing there. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. And then Roma. Oh, He's out. Rosie. He's out. He's out. Oh, let, me, let, let me tell you a quick ro- uh, a Totino story because th- th- this might be TMI, a little too much information. Listen, about, I want to say in 2007, it was right when I moved here, I started working here. I had to take a couple days off of work because Totino's, Totino's Pizza gave me salmonella. Uh, or whatever. There was a recall on it, and if you've never had that, (laughs) let me tell you something. I had this incredible pain in my stomach. I didn't know what it was. It put me in the fetal position, and I didn't know what it was. At the time, I was eating Totino's Pizza because it's very easy to make. Right, they're, they're smaller. Yeah, you throw them in there. Okay, I I didn't come come home in time. At the time, my 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 wife at the time. I don't know. I didn't have the the supper. I wasn't home in time for supper. I didn't want leftovers, so I let me just throw this little quick pizza in there. (laughs) <laughs> like that following day or two, I had an incredible stomach where I had to basically call into work. The first time I ever called in after years and years in the company, I had this incredible stomach pain. It was incredible. It was like I thought maybe I was appendicitis. Appendicitis, yeah. I thought maybe I had that. And, oh, I was, it was doubled over in pain in the corner. <laughs> oh, God. Not that weekend or, no, maybe the following week, whatever I had eventually passed, <laughs> that weekend or that next following week, there was a big story out of the – uh, the the uh, the pizzas coming out of Totino's from Minnesota. I'm not sure if that's where they're from. Okay, that there was salmonella in the the pepperoni ones and the sausage ones, mm. and they said oh my God. they were recalling a bunch that they were in Wisconsin. Yeah, and I must have had one of those. And I remember that is what it was. I looked down the symptoms. Check 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 check. I had I, so I had salmonella poisoning or whatever that was. Ouch. It was horrible. The worst stomach pains I've ever had in my life. And I, for the longest time, I have not gone back to Totino's. Okay, because of that. But up until that point, they were fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, until they yeah. basically killed me. But, uh, yeah, so that's my Totino story. Yeah, essentially, though, since I've been on my own, all I've eaten has been Portesi. Or Portesi. Portesi is There's the restaurant. There's that Wisconsin Rapids, in Stevens Point Wisconsin rivalry. Rapids, yep. yeah. There's a Portesi in Rapids that's a yeah. restaurant. Yep, same, spelled <laughs> the same way. They say Portesi, we say Portesi, yeah, even okay. though we're 15 miles apart. All right. Otherwise, I've had Tombstones, Orbs. And Jack's, I pretty much stayed with those four. So essentially, when I go down the frozen food aisle, that's all I look for. I don't even look at any others. You know what? One we none of us ever actually. I'm actually surprised I didn't do. We didn't do any of the frozen pizzas from like that are that are the uh, deep dish. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know uh, Malnati. I don't even know if they sell those around here, but I know they sell one of them from around here, like. uh, you know, you're talking about the real deep mm-hmm. dish. I know they yeah. sell them here, but that's just too much. That's like a casserole. Yeah. You know, Julianne Hart just says Nestle makes Jack's and also DiGiorno, Tombstone, and California Pizza. California kitchen. Pizza Kitchen. According that's to their website. That's very good, too. So that's why I was uh, between them and Village Pub. 
Yeah. The California pizzas. So, now, hey, now great. I'm hungry. Now I am hungry, too. Great, great, great draft here. So, good stuff. And I always say this every time, but I'm actually going to try to do it this time. Trying to put these back up so everyone can vote. But, Brett. I'll win. Yours is pretty good, I got to admit. Uh, but I have never tried Portessi's. So, I'm really get, interested. I, and I will, I will yeah. give you an update on what I, what, yeah. what I feel. If they're at Woodman's, I'll go get one. You know, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll give them a taste test. What do you think, Brett? Cheese and sausage, sausage mushroom. Yeah, do you have a preference one I, for I'm, toppings? I'm, I'm very basic when it comes to my pizzas. I like sausage, pepperoni. I don't yeah. mind onion and green pepper. But otherwise, I just go with the, go with the basic. Well, I'm going to yeah. try one out now. Now you have, my, you have piqued my interest, I am my not friend. a mushroom fan. I'll say okay. that Okay. Only, only yeah. spaghetti. Do I, do I mind? Cheese and sausage. Cheese and sausage. Yeah. Basic. Okay. I will try to. I will figure it out, and I'll, let, and I'll have Diego try it with me. We'll both kind of give you our feedback. So good you stuff. Love it. And by the way, Rosie, I can't believe you picked Roma. Come on, man, I, up your game. Romas are terrible. Nothing else. I, I was that like, is that is like ketchup on a cracker. Is what that is, man. Come on, that's terrible. They must stuff. have changed because they I'm used to be good when I was a kid. Here. Yeah, oh, you got to go for the high one. Yeah, I'm like, why, what happened to our side cam? Okay, oh, no, yeah, no, this, this was is good. a little easier because I can split it between the both of you. So. Okay. All right, well, here we go. That's the end of our R&B show podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in, episode number 34. We only have a couple of these left, Brett. Not very many. This yeah, so, uh, so if you can, please, uh, uh, you can still subscribe. It's almost summer, even Google though it Play, feels like winter. Stitcher, iTunes, so please check us out. And if you want to, give us some feedback, too. We'd appreciate it if it's good or bad. Either I don't way. think we're going to Little Caesars afterwards. No. Wendy no. wants to know. No, we're not going to Little Caesars. So everyone have a great week. See you back here again real soon. Ooh, did you hit that or, or yeah. was that? Okay. No, I was dead center as always. <laughs>